Rolling to another episode of the Blade Hockey Podcast, episode 76. Um, I'm doing a Blade Hockey Podcast version instead of a Game of the Night um, with a K or a News of the Day because we're going to combine the two. So just dive right in. And you already kind of understand the uh, the outcome. Uh, as you know, not all chippy chip chips. Little, little sad, little sad pup. A little sad pup, but it's okay. Uh, Winnipeg Jets signed an agreement with Bell MTS, which is a media company um, out in Canada, to keep the Bell logo on their helmets for the next five years. Uh, something that I saw from a mile away, along with many others, uh, when they had the bubble. And yet last year with no fans in the stands, um, or this past year without fans in the stands, they need to recoup some uh, money. So they decide, hey, let's put advertisements on the helmets and uh, make some money that way. Um, Now, I have already voiced my displeasure on it. And um, but at the same time, I, I see, I see, you know, the helmet, whatever. But so help me, God. So help me, God. And I'm not even a religious person. So help me. If these sons of bitches put advertisements on the jerseys, I swear to God. I'll do nothing but bitch about it. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if you're expecting me to say, oh, yeah, I'm going to go to freaking Gary Bettman's door, freaking kick it down. I don't think I'll make it that far, let alone even get out of, out of the state to do that. <laughs> um, hey, Gary. Hey, um, how you doing? <laughs> um, but um, in, all, in all seriousness, though, I mean, it's, it's whatever, I guess, at this point. I mean. I've kind of simmered down on the whole topic, but as long as it's on the jerseys, honestly, who cares? Um, well, that and as long as they don't take up any more of the ice with uh, advertisements, which I, while, while I'm on the subject, um, it's kind of interesting that this year they don't have the Stanley Cup playoffs little uh, logo on the uh when you just come in the blue lines this year i don't, i can't remember if they did last year or not but although majority of it i didn't even get to watch last year cuz i was uh deployed last year so i didn't get to uh do that so here i am getting to watch it and noticing hey those logos aren't there why aren't they there and uh knowing that that's you know how they put you know augmented reality uh put it on the uh advertisements like oh next games on you know whatever channel or in local markets in the first round if you didn't watch the national feed and you had the local feed they had uh advertisements for local businesses like when the blues you know when they guess what but they have a lunch uh remember that yeah it's bad times bad times uh, they had like uh, Dobbs Auto Auto uh, Tyrone Auto Centers, 
Local owner family owns since 1976, if you didn't know, no free ads, even though it is a free ad because they're not getting paid for that ad, but it's okay um, for now. But but yeah, they're, they're keeping the, the logos on the helmets, and I suspect that there'll be more to come um, with that. Carolina Hurricanes have give, uh, given defenseman D- Doogie Hamilton permission to negotiate with other teams per Elliot Friedman of Sportsnet. Um which uh, complete hockey news, which is where I get majority of the uh, stuff I report on. Uh, they seem very re- reliable um, and they span not just NHL. They, they do like almost everything. Um, so if you're looking for a, a new, like a hockey news, like all encompassing, all encompassing Facebook page to, if you're on Facebook though, um, to follow to get you know the latest and greatest news um they're surely uh one of the uh good ones out there um to say the least but yeah uh they they uh will sometimes put like things that are kind of you know a good interesting take like how uh for that uh they put that with that with doogie hamilton being able to uh, negotiate with other teams it could open up a possibility of a sign and trade because he, I mean, he's not um, like a free agent, but um, as I understand, he's in his last year of his deal. So um, expect something to happen. Um, and uh, I've heard murmurings from blues fandom. Oh, what if we got Dookie Hamilton? Uh, who are you going to, who, why, and how? <laughs> Um, you make that happen, but I'm not gonna get my hopes up on that. But you know, it is what it is. Um, Toronto Maple Leafs have signed for Jason Spezza to a one year deal, 750k, uh, contract extension. I mean, good for Spets. I mean, it's, it's his hometown team. Um, a lot of people are like, you know, jabbing him's like, oh, you're not gonna win a cup with Toronto at this point, honestly. I don't even think he gives a shit. Honestly, uh, I think he just wants to, you know, play for his hometown team until, you know, he's ready to hang him up. And if he feels like he's able to contribute and Kyle Dubas thinks so too, you know, why not? Uh, I have no problem with it. You know, clearly, you know, Kyle Dubas, and Jason Spezza and company don't seem to mind. So, you know, if, it, uh, if they're good with it, all right. Um they, but they, <laughs> well, well, I want to say free agency time will really tear into, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll vent what has already been vented before, but I, you know, I'm pretty sure I don't have it on film, but I'll get it on film. Don't you worry. I'll get it. It's on there. It's coming. It's coming. Um, but yeah. New York Rangers officially named Gerard Gallant as their new head coach after canning uh, David Quinn uh, with their missing of the playoffs, along with the cleaning of house uh, when it comes to the president and general manager of the team after the whole um, Tom Wilson stuff happened. Uh, yeah, it friggin' Ranger land. Quite an interesting uh, place to be, uh, but you got a good coach in Gerard Gallant. 
and he's a player's coach. So hopefully you'll see some guys, you know, doing some things that, you know, a coach that's, you know, been known for like collegiate level, like David Quinn, um, you might, you know, have the reins pulled back a little bit. Uh, while Jared Gallant's talking about, hey, yo, you know, this is your style of play. Go play your style of play. Simple as that. Um, and the deal is believed to be around four years uh, in term. So he'll be there for a little bit. So um, congrats to uh, Gerard. Uh, speaking of coaches, uh, Anaheim Ducks have hired Jeff Ward, uh, former of the Calgary Flames as their former head coach, uh, and Mike Southers, who was recently assistant coach for Team Canada during the gold medal run of the uh, under-18 world championships for the IIHF. Um, so um, getting some getting some uh, guys that are – well, you got Jeff Ward, NHL-ready coach, um, and you have Mike uh, Stuthers, who, you know, has got – He's worked with the kids that are going to end up going through the draft or if they haven't been drafted already. And uh, and odds are there's going to be probably some person on that team that is already on the Ducks organization that, you know, got that chemistry. So, uh, which is the same thought process when uh, they uh, hired within with uh, Dallas Eakins. But, um, I mean, the, the Ducks – they have the pieces to start, you know, making their way back up to the standings. But um, next year will definitely be a proving ground uh, for sure. Um, Jack Adams Award uh, finalists, Rod Brindamore of the Carolina Hurricanes, Dean uh, Everson of the Minnesota Wild, and Joel Quenville of the Florida Panthers. Out of three. I know the last round of award winners that, I mean, I, I haven't seen that they picked a winner yet. Um, with that said, um, I know I didn't pick winners the last time I was talking about uh, awards, but this one I will. And I'll probably say, um, I mean, easy picks going to be Joe or uh, Joel because Panthers were kind of squandered and then they ended up, I want to say finishing third overall in the entire NHL. So uh, at least, you know, toward the end, they definitely, uh, they touched it and hell, they like, even like for like maybe like a day or two, they even held, you know, number one in the entire NHL. So uh, hard to argue with that, but same time, uh, Dean Evison, uh, certainly deserves props as well. And, you know, Brenda Moore, you know, continuing on from, you know, the great work that he's done uh, the, the past year or two. Uh, I can't remember how long he's been coach, but as long as he's been coach, he's been spot on with them. Um, hopefully they can uh, retool and keep on at, going at it. You know, uh, them Caniacs, they're wild. And last but not least, we have a little stat, uh, stat attack, as I'm going to call it, a stat attack. Um, Braden Point 
has scored 15 goals in his last 18 Stanley Cup playoff games. All right. And as I keep, I'm starting to harp, starting to really talk about um, and just beating the dead horse. It's already been beaten to death about how shitty the Toronto Maple Leafs and their cap structure is. All right. So Braden Point, once again, I will reiterate, has scored 15 goals in his last 18 Stanley Cup playoff games. All right. He has he signed for a six point seven five million dollar deal. Oh, he signed for six a six point seven five million dollar deal ten days, which also by the way he was an RFA and uh, didn't sign right away. But I digress. Ten days after Mitch Marner was paid ten point nine million dollars to stay with the Maple Leafs. And Mitch Marner has not scored a goal in his past 18 playoff games. Which, once again, I wanted to mention this little stat note going to uh, coming from Steve Simmons on Twitter. Um, I mentioned that because I've been saying the past couple, well, not even the past couple uh episodes like the past like year or two that i've had the channel and podcast that in the playoffs in the playoffs if you have a player that's paid over 10 million dollars you are statistically doomed to fail you will not make it as I'm looking straight on into the camera here, even though like to check to see if I'm aligned correctly. That's why I'm always looking over here, but looking right at you straight into your soul for watching the video version, of course, on, 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 on YouTube. If you have a player with the way that the cap is right now, that's paid $10 million or more. You are, statistically dooming yourself to fail why there's teams like you toronto maple leafs that continue to do this shit is beyond me so please stop doing it if you really want to win the cup especially when you want to devote 50 percent Straight up, like basically 50% of your cap space goes to four people that didn't do shit in the playoffs. All right, I'll, I'll give William Nylander a mulligan. Well, actually, he actually did shit. But Tavares, even though, yeah, I mean, I understand he got hit and whatever. But then Matthews and Marner. The hell. But hey. Um, <laughs> oh, let's, let's get to the game in the night here. Um, sh- shitty, shitty thing that happened that, uh, Pierre, uh, was rin- ringside again in between the glass. I really hope he, uh, I, I don't think ESPN or TNT have, uh, picked him up yet, but can we not, can we not? 
And if he wants to stay being a broadcaster, he can go to some team I don't give a fuck about uh, and be their uh, their guy on uh, in between the glass. So, um, so yeah. And another uh, thing here, I'm going to put this picture right over here. You see this? This is the, the absolute sight of a guy that uh, looks to be in some sort of health issue, have some sort of health issue. Poor uh, Jeff Petrie, <laughs> his, his eyes, like the whites of his eyes. Uh, if you can't tell um, already by the picture here, um, like the whites of your eyes, just color that shit red. Yeah, that's uh, not good. And uh, joking about it, if he uh, colored his the pupils white, then his eyes would also be blue, blanc, and rouge. Um, but in all seriousness, though, I hope he's doing okay with his whole eye thing. Um, and hopefully he's staying hydrated. Please stay hydrated. Especially since it's supposed to be hot. And even on NBC, they're being, there's harping home. Hey. It's hot here. It's Vegas. It's a desert. It's hot. It's 110 degrees. It's hot. <laughs> so stay hydrated. Especially if you're in the infraction chamber, which you know we'll, we'll get into in a second. Uh, first period. Mark Andre Flurry getting tested early as the uh, Montreal Canadiens uh, come out with a purpose. Absolutely, coming out with a purpose. All completely different team uh, out there. Um, but at the same time, the gold, I mean, the Golden Knights, you know, kind of lazy diddly and do, um, which their shots on goal for the first two periods definitely. Uh, well, actually, no, the first period, uh, the second and third periods, much better, but um, also the only periods that they actually score in. But I digress. Um, now Joel Armia opens the scoring for the Canadians. At 6-12 with Joel Edmondson and Corey Perry getting the assists. Uh, Jeff Petrie gets two uh, for tripping Riley Smith at 9-41. And they kill that off. Gold Knights aren't having a good time right now in this first period. Once again, as I mentioned, they are being very lazy to do. And uh, yeah, not 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 good. And then uh, Tyler Toffoli makes it 2-0 Canadiens at 16-30 with Cole Caulfield. And uh, Jeff Petrie getting the assist on there. And closing out your first period, shots 12-4 in favor of the biggest, uh, of the Canadiens. I don't know why I put Knights. It's it's Canadiens. Uh, second period, um, Golden Knights come out with some pressure early. Uh, no shots and goals so far in the first three in the, uh, in the period. Uh, Max Petrietti had a really nice breakaway and hit the post with an absolute laser of a shot. Uh, and a lot of people are like, Oh, how did that go in? And like, it hit like the inside post and just ding out. Um, and golden Knights finally get some uh, shots on net and uh, looks, are, you know, tide's starting to turn. Um, and then Armia, Joel Armia or Yoel Armia uh, hook Zach white cloud at five fifty five that gets killed off. Um, Carey Price had his had his um, 
work cut out for him this entire game. Um, and if he wasn't so, uh, if he wasn't as sharp as he was in this game um, during the second period, and especially during the third period, if uh, once the Golden Knights had started to get hot, they, they they would not have won this game, um, to say the least. Not to take anything away from the Montreal Canadiens and how they played. I'm just saying that, you know, Carey Price came to play, you know, for sure. Um, but, yeah, and another stat attack um, mentioning that um, Kasperi Kokinyemi uh, his face-off percentage last game was 69%. So, yeah, there's that. <laughs> um, uh, God damn it, his friggin' first name already blanked me. But, yeah, Byron, Paul Byron. He uh, makes it 3 nothing for the Canadiens at 17.45 with Chris Barry Cook and Yemi and Joel Edmondson getting the assists. And a minute after that, at 18.46, um, Alex Trangelo, uh with Cole, uh, Keegan Colsar uh, gets the Golden Knights on the board for the first time in this game. Um, at 18.46, Colsar getting the lone assist on that one. Uh, business starting to pick up right after that goal. Physicality, people just throwing each other around, uh, which is also very much welcome. Uh, shots 10 4 in favor of the Golden Knights, third period. Both teams haven't, uh, even after five minutes in the period, had e- even shots, but then that started to really peter off as the, the period went on. Um, Golden Knights needs to get past this little area that I'm going to put right on the screen here. Um, This is what I and a lot of other people will mention. You can call it the dots, past the dots. I call it past the hash marks with the little uh, side parts um, of the, I call the hashes of the uh, face-off circle. You get past that line. You, uh, have a better chance of scoring if you get past that line instead of always, you know, shooting from the blue line. Um, I understand, you know, bounces and whatever, including that Petro goal that uh, I'm about to mention that he uh, got second of the night at 1446 with uh, Jonathan Marcheseau and uh, Willie Carlson getting the assists to make it 3-2 Canadiens. He did go from the blue and it did make its way in um from there absolutely but at the same time you don't want to always rely on that you want to you know get to the paint as i say so yeah there you go once again carry price you know keeping them in it a lot of pressure from the golden knights there's been there was multiple times where that people were like wondering like how did not go in like he was just absolutely it's like always like by stick by a hair by a post you know it was um insane and then Carlson absolutely bodies Joel Edmondson in the corner behind uh Carey Price and it looked like a board because you know he was aimed pointed like he was positioned right you know 
looking at the boards, but at the same time, you don't, you don't want to find yourself in that position as this bad, you know, bad placement on his part. So, you know, but, but he's okay. You know, he's got right back up, skated off doodly do, you know, he's, he's fine. Um, shot 17, seven in favor of the golden Knights in that third period, total shots of the game, 31, 23 in favor of the golden Knights. And after the horn, everyone gets on the ice, uh, not to have a Donnybrook, but to, uh, just stare at each other and just be like, you know, I'm better than you and you know it, or, you know, and vice versa. Um, just laying it on the line, laying, throwing down the gauntlet. It's going down, um, in Montreal. Because uh, series tied one one, uh, Canadians power play didn't happen. Didn't even get a chance to go out there. Uh, penalty kills perfect two apiece and uh, flip that script around for the Golden Knights. Final for the uh, game three two, Canadians. Uh, your next game in the night here uh, will be game four on Sunday. Uh, game three I will not be able to because. Um, uh, prior engagements needs to be uh, had that are more important because there's some things in life that are more important than hockey. Yeah. But it's okay. I'll still watch it and, or at least listen to it in some degree, but game four, uh, we'll get the game in the night treatment. And, uh, before I go update on the Isles and bolts today, well, not today, yesterday, uh, the Islanders and Bolts series gets tied up at one as the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning beat the Islanders 4-2 at, uh, yeah. So they go to Long Island with the series tied up and we'll see how it plays out. But I don't know. I'm, I'm not honestly really that vested in the East. Eastern, uh, little, uh, even though they're not doing conferences this year, um, I'm not really invested in that, um, series. So I don't plan on watching and doing game of night of it if I have the time to do it. So fixated on the Golden Knights and Canadians. Um, but yeah, that's been that. That's been this. And, uh, catch you on Sunday for game of the night on, with the K. Game of Night with a K on Sunday.